about that, Slee? Still taking it in the face. My Peacock sounds better than ever on a yeah, Monday morning. Yeah, what a great morning. start. Yeah, it's what a great a, start to the week. Great start to the week. You, I can tell. I, I'm looking at your face right now, and I can tell you had a pretty good weekend. You, you got a Clipper loss, which I know you like. You were on the verge of them being eliminated, which I know that you're excited about. It's just, it feels like this weekend came up Sliwa. Please listen to me. Let's keep it very business and professional. Like I, I don't wish for other teams to lose. No, clearly. like a nine-year-old. Okay, I don't do that. I don't know yeah. about you. You might. Your Go team Nuggets. is out. Go your, Jazz. Yeah, your team might be out, and then all of a sudden you start targeting other franchises in the uh-huh. NBA. I don't do things like that. All right, grow up. Grow up, Trav. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. How was your weekend? If you weren't celebrating a near elimination, did you yeah. have uh, you have a pretty good weekend? Thought about you. Thought about you on Uh-oh. Saturday. Okay. What do you think happened? Uh, can I call it Saturday evening? Technically, what time does evening start? Uh, I'll say six. Okay. Let's call it Saturday afternoon. Thought about you Saturday afternoon. Why, why do you think I thought about you? Saturday afternoon. What's going on Saturday yeah. afternoon? So there was the Clipper game. There was the Dodger yep. game against the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Um, before all that. Before, before all that all went down. That. I Come don't on. know. You don't, have, you don't have to think too hard. You, were you eating something? Did you order a steak and get it? Was it extra plus medium overcooked or whatever it is? It's about uh, – go online. It's about 345. <laughs> okay. Help me and out And I start kind of planning here like, okay, what, what, what are we doing for dinner? All right. <laughs> we hadn't done lunch yet. All right. So we kind of starved ourselves. We had to run some errands. We were doing some different things. So get back to the house and uh, – about 3.45, I'm like, all right, let me set up a reservation at this place. Go on there, Trav. I, I'm a – by the way, are you just like you rely just on, on you know, Yelp and reservations, or are you picking up the phone and calling? No, I'm old school. I'm picking up the phone and calling. Oh, I'm I, picking up the phone. Yeah, you wanna I want to get stuff done. I want to talk to a person. You pick up the phone and you call. So I, <laughs> I call in, and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, went on Yelp. Uh, no reservations available for this evening at your restaurant. Um, what are we looking like right now? <laughs> Wait, what time is it? It's four? It's maybe just before four o'clock. Just before four o'clock. So I'm like, uh, what's it looking like? She's like, listen, we're booked all night. I'm like, I, I get that. But talk to me about what's going on right now. Yeah, like, like, what's it look like right now? Has the chef like, even arrived yet? <laughs> so uh, I did, you know, I pulled the kind of classic move. Let's Let's get going here. Get out there, probably there by about 4.30. Oh, my goodness. Enjoying, enjoying our dinner by 4.45 or so, and everybody started coming in after. You know what I did? I hit the freeways before everybody else did. <laughs> All that traffic that you sit in, I get before everybody gets out there. Yeah, and then I'm you're, home to you're, watch you're in rush hour traffic on your way home from dinner. I want you. I want you to really stop and think about that for a second. That, that you're missing rush hour traffic on the right side to go to dinner, but you're sitting in it. Hey, I just want to get home and call it. T- t- no traffic. Call buddy. it a night. Go to bed eight eight thirty. Just snuggle no in. No traffic, buddy. And then by the time I got home, we got all the games that are on. So it's it's, it's, a, it's a very successful Saturday evening. Look, I have I have a question for you. I, mean, I don't need the answer right now, but I want okay. you to st- I want you to put this into the hopper and start thinking about this because. Uh, you, you asked me a little bit during our tease there a second ago. I, I had a moment halfway through yesterday afternoon, about, mm-hmm. I don't know, one or so, where I, I kind of said, you know what? I've been on this chair or this couch for the better part of 
36 hours. I really, other than to go to bed, I really haven't gotten off this thing. That's unhealthy, I think. I, I need to know when the drop-dead point is to where you need to go outside and do something, even if there are really good things well, to watch on TV. Here's why it's bad. It's bad because where we are, uh, the, the time of the year. It's pretty okay? nice. Like, we're only in June, right? We're not even in July yet. Nobody, no, sits back and, nobody sits back and says, man, I can't get off the couch on June 20-something. <laughs> and I say that because typically it's not like there's that much sports going on this time of the year. No, I'm, I'm not saying that there isn't a Dodger game going on or something along those lines. But if you said that in October – I understand. I get it. I mean, if you're calling in and telling Amanda and Greg, hey, I just can't come to work today, and you kind of stacked up your day because there's baseball games starting at 10 a.m. and then all the way through to NFL games, I get that. But in June, <laughs> that's 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 yeah. kind of a stretch there. Speak for yourself because I, I found a way to get it done. I found a way to do exactly that. We'll get into that coming up in just a little bit. So here, I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. I have a guess as to what I, I – expect but I have no idea because the Clippers have been in an 0-2 hole three times they won the first two series they won game three of this series now they find themselves in a 3-1 hole Mm -hmm. and every time I think the Clips are just about done that they're going to go quietly that they're going to lose they don't and this one feels exactly like that because you watched the game on Saturday Slee that was a game that the Clippers should have won. They, they they came back from a big deficit in the second half. They chip away all the way down. Then all of a sudden, no one can hit a shot on either team. The game just kind of sits there in the 80s, what seemed like forever. That Sometimes it feels like lip service, right? Oh, just you know, if we just make that one extra shot, if we just make that one free throw. That's what this feels like, though. And not just because of Saturday. The entire series, you put these two teams together, and if you just said, if you just watched it, and there was no score where you say, who won these games? You think, I think the Clippers have won more than the Suns, only they're in a 3-1 hole. I have no idea what happens next, but they're not dead. I know that for sure, that this is a team that has showed incredible resiliency throughout the entire playoffs. And I, as weird as it sounds, a team in a 3-1 hole going on the road, I feel like they're in a halfway decent spot. If I fly out by 1 p.m. to Phoenix... <laughs> I can arrive by let's say two thirty, you know, have comfortably nice have an <laughs> have an amazing steak dinner by three fifteen, uh, <laughs> and then be there for the game. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I I thought walking away from Game Four, and, and there was, I mean, listen, the fourth quarter was as ugly as could be. I felt like you can sub me in there, and I could go zero for nine as well, right? right. Like. There was there was nothing to the game that you thought, oh my god, this is beautiful basketball. Is what it is. But when I say it's kind of weird, it's like this has happened against the Clippers so far this postseason. And I think you've said it best. You've said it throughout the playoffs. When when they're expected to win, they don't. When they're expected to lose, all of a sudden they wake up. They were down. Um, they were down two games to none against the Utah Jazz. They tie up the series at two apiece. Kawhi Leonard goes out. Clippers are done. Clippers won two games in a row. (laughs) This series, what I think is most confusing to me is they've had chances to win games. The one thing I will will say, Trav, that has come out that is very, very obvious for me, we can credit Paul George and we could say, hey, Paul George has been playing better, and we could say Paul George is better when he's the main guy. You know what Paul George is not? He's not your number one, and he's not your closer. That's just no. what Paul George is not. And that's the difference in this series right now. 
you got guys that are willing for the Phoenix Suns. Like Chris Paul had a couple instances where he had to hit big free throws. He hit them. Mm-hmm. You know, if Devin Booker – and I'm not sitting here telling you that Chris Paul's playing all that well and Devin Booker's playing all that well because you can kind of look at a lot of these guys. Nobody's really playing all that Booker's well. Booker's been different since he got his face caved in. He's been different. And, yeah. and they also – Give Ty Lue, they've made adjustments. Patrick Beverly's been in his you-know-what. So there have been adjustments gone on. The difference in this series, it's this simple. You know, they say good teams find ways to win, bad teams find ways. They just don't have a closer. That's no. the only difference. The difference between the Clippers could easily be up three games to one, but I don't think they have that one person that they say, but, okay, this guy will end it for us. I, I completely agree with that, but I want to flip it because there, there's a word I think that they're missing. And but I think that I don't think the Phoenix has it either. So this is why I still think that they have a heartbeat in this series. They don't have that pedigree. I think is what you're, you're talking about, right? That you know that LeBron James is going to close the show. You know yep. that Kevin Durant is going to close the show. And Lights while out. maybe not maybe not in the playoffs, but maybe or at least not in, in a championship series, you know that a guy like Damian Lillard is going to close the show. Right? Kawhi he, will he, close the show. Kawhi absolutely. Kawhi will absolutely. Mm-hmm. Kawhi will. But he's not there. They don't have that guy. But neither do the Suns. This is this is uncharted territory for them. They they have never been in this situation where you know you're going to get every last thing that the Clippers have tonight. Everything that they got, you're getting sure. it tonight. And sure. they haven't been in that before. This is this is new for them. And Chris Paul's been around the block a million times, but not like this. He hasn't. This never is been new to the territory finals. for him too. No, mm-hmm. never been to the finals, and it's right there. So this is why I think that the the Clippers have a chance. I'll, I'll be honest. When that game ended and they lost. I still felt like the Clippers are going to win this series. And in the back of my mind, I'm saying, Trav, don't say that they're dead. Don't say that they're dead because I really believe that I don't love their chances, and I'm not saying that they're going to go out there and win these next three, and there's no doubt about it, put my car on the line. But I have this 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 feeling in the back of my mind that the Clippers have been just as good as Phoenix, and breaks tend to even out, right? If you know over the course of a series, those things yeah. tend to even out, and the better team typically ends up winning. And I still feel like the Clippers, even without Kawhi Leonard, even without that pedigree, because it's missing on Phoenix's side as well, that they have a chance to win this series. As weird as that sounds, here's the issue with the Clippers, and maybe I'm wrong on this because we've been in predicament so far this postseason. You had to get one of those last two games. Um, Well, I I know they won game three, but you lost game two and you lost game four. You had to walk away with one of those. Trav, you had to walk away with one of those games. And the fact that they're now down 3-1. If if they had took one of those – one of those two games, I'd probably be sitting you telling I'd probably be sitting here telling you that this might be a toss up. Like I'd give Phoenix a little bit of an edge because they have home court, mm-hmm. but it's not a stretch at all to be like I don't know who's going to win this series. I think the mere fact, you know, sometimes it's like a psychological thing, and maybe the Clippers it just doesn't matter. Maybe for Ty Lue, I, I kind of love what Ty Lue says in the post game show. You know, Ty Lue has said that. There have been franchises that have come back from 3-1. A lot of them have played the Clippers, right? Whether it's the Clippers for (laughs) – Chris Paul was in this situation with the Clippers back in – was it 2015-6? I can't can't remember. But uh, the Houston Rockets came back from down 3-1, right? That's just one example. So Chris Paul has, in his own right, been in this situation. The Clippers franchise has been in this situation. But it feels different to me, and I just say that because you played good enough to win – one of two games that you lost. You had to get one of those. Phoenix is going to be rocking tonight. I mean, that's going to the energy in that place is going to be amazing. It's and, bonkers. 
and, and you know, I'm going to do what I can to you – know, I've always been a Phoenix guy. You know that. So, like, I don't have to sit here and explain to you. <laughs> Your credentials are well established. Right. Like, I don't have to sit here and tell you. But I, I, I really actually I, – I do think this is such a unique – there's certain franchises, Trav, that they haven't been – they don't get in positions like this, right? Like, to get a chance to get to the NBA Finals and you're playing at your home floor – I, as much as I, I tip my cap to what the Clippers have done in this playoff run, I think it ends tonight. I think uh, I think this is it for them. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests on our show today appear via the Goodyear hotline. I, I don't buy anybody in this series, and here's why the clip and the Clippers have defied logical prediction the entire time. Like you said, every time you're like, okay, this, this is it. Kawhi's out, right? This is the end of the line. They're not going to be. Boom, they went two in a row against a pretty good Utah team. Now, granted, Utah was missing their guy. And then they go into this series. Phoenix had won, what was it, nine in a row at one point, And then they find a way to win a game. And it just it, – it, And should have won should have won in Phoenix. Yes, and it feels like this tipping point is coming. Now, whether or not they can get over – look, I don't know if Steve Ballmer gets to the end of the line. I don't know if he makes it because that guy is living and dying with every single possession, every single shot, every single free throw. I don't know if I've ever seen an owner have such an unbelievably honest emotional reaction to a missed shot than when Steve Ballmer, after seeing Paul George miss that free throw towards the end of the game, that that terrible end of the game where everybody was fouling everybody and it was free throws for about 45 minutes. And when George missed that one shot and now the whole miss on purpose, tip it back in thing had gone up in smoke, you could feel the pain on Steve Ballmer's face. I know we got to go to a break here, but I want to do this. When we come back... Let's talk about Bomber because I think that was actually – that clip's not going anywhere. That clip will stand for a very long time. I thought it was actually a bad look for Steve Ballmer, but I also want to I, I want to key in on Paul George because – Tired up to be here today. I understand that, you know, Kawhi's not there, but I think we're learning more and more about Paul George throughout this playoff, so we could do that as well. All right, we'll do that coming up next. Whether or not that was a bad look for Steve Ballmer, I loved it. I thought it was an incredibly honest response to a gut-wrenching moment. We'll get into that next. It is Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Are you enjoying your summer so far, I need him. I need him not to give us a line of that. He needs like a solid 20 seconds of an intro coming in just using that. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. There's an accent great. there. There's it's, something it, there. It, it's, some, it's, it's a little, it's got a little Your emphasis on it. station. It's something. It, it is, is something. Can I help me out with something here? So watching uh, the TV during our break, and I, I have a question. This has always bothered me. There's a commercial for this product that's supposed to make you feel better, okay? Give you a little pep in your step and make your knee stop hurting or whatever it is. And they've got a couple of famous football players in it. They've got Jerry Rice and Brett Favre in this commercial. Okay. And they're playing a flag football game against some guys from the neighborhood. Why are Jerry Rice and Brett Favre on the same team? That seems a little unfair to me. 
like you've got these guys that are probably accountants and um, yeah. you know one guy firefighters runs an insurance or company. Yep. <laughs> yeah, insurance salesman. Yeah. Yep. Why are they playing against? Brett Favre and Jerry Rice, because unless the other team has Joe Montana and Randy Moss, this feels like they got this wrong. They, they need to separate those two guys. Yeah. So the commercial only shows, it's like a 30-second ad, I want to say. If you go on YouTube, the full 10 minutes of the actual flag football game was there, and it was a great game. I <laughs> mean... What an excellent game. It came down to the wire. Let's just put it that way. I don't want to give up who won or who lost or anything like that. <laughs> Jerry Rice is juking the insurance salesman, and he's looking at him like, ha, worked you. Well, yeah, I hope so. You're Jerry Rice. That guy just is just donated to his 401K to send his kid to college. I, I, I would hope that uh, you're able to shake the, 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 yeah, the, you know, the, the you neighborhood baker. You could look at it that way, but I'll tell you one thing. He closed a great insurance deal with Jerry Rice. So who really won? Who really won at the end of the day? It, uh, it, those, you know what? I have decided. Uh, I was on a podcast, a friend of mine's podcast over the weekend. We, they but, sometimes can, I, do, can I just say this? There's nothing. Yeah. What's worse, that or another commercial where you'll have somebody doing like, you know, whatever the commercial is. It's like one of these, and it's just two random people, right? And let's say they're playing basketball. And it's like they've never dribbled a basketball before in their life. Can you use somebody else, please? So don't have some random dude as a quarterback in your commercial who's literally never thrown a football in his life. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going. That there's, there's sports movies, right? Yeah. That, that there's a reason that Kevin Costner has played every role in a sports movie mm. for the better part of 30 years. It's because Kevin Costner is one of the very few actors who can swing a bat, He's who can swing a golf club, right. who can throw, who mm -hmm. can do these things. And it looks like – do you believe Kevin Costner is a minor league baseball player? Yeah, I do. It, it, sure. it looks right. Do you believe Kevin Costner is a washed-up golf pro? Yeah, I kind of do. He looks – and then all of a sudden you'll get a Tim Robbins who throws like he dropped in from another planet and had never seen a baseball. You'll see somebody like Don Johnson who just is not going to be able to do these things. We should start a business where all we do is if you have any sort of sports in your um, commercial, your play, your movie, your television show, whatever it is, hire Travis and Slee, and yeah. we can come in and be consultants because you can't have somebody that's never done these things be the main character. I don't even, you know, when I see a scene like that, like I can't just go with the scene after that. I'm, I, I, everything stops, everything pops. I'm like, what the hell was that? You know, like you have to like watch it again. It's like, <laughs> well, what? how did this get approved? Did you ever see Matt Damon swing a golf club? He was in that legend of Bagger Vance, and it was like, okay, who who's a famous actor in Hollywood? Um, Matt Damon? Yep. Okay, has he never, ever swung a golf club before? Was no, he never have. Was Cast him. Get, oh, oh my gosh. It is it is a bad, I like that movie, Travis. I, you can like it, Funch. I'm not telling just don't you not have to Matt like Damon it. Swing I'm a just bat. saying, don't right. try to swing a golf club like yeah. Matt Damon. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just leave it at that. So you didn't like Balmer's look when Paul George missed that free throw, and Balmer's head goes into his hands, and you could just tell he was gutted by that miss. Okay, I don't know this camera angle. It's almost as if this was coming out of a movie, right? It's Paul George up at the free throw line. Paul George, I mean, it's one of those kind of perfect in and outs. Like, it just hits the front of the rim, just enough of the front of the rim where it, now it's going to ricochet off the back, and then it's going to come out. And then it just a zoom all the way to Steve Ballmer as if this was done 38 times. Like, yep, that's the one. Take that one right there. Okay. Ballmer puts his head down as if, 
I know what you're saying. You're saying that, look, this is part of the raw emotions of sports. This is what you want. You don't want anything. If that's how Bomber feels, we've seen Bomber take his – I don't know what he's doing. He's got both of his legs moving at the same time. They're kicking. The arms are kicking. Like, it's <laughs> a Tybo class or whatever that class was, right? Like, it's it's a full-on uh, – he's, he's, he's in a different world. So I get that, the raw emotions. But, Trav, that one kind of looked bad. You what? know, there was Paul George – one of your franchise players, and the way yeah. he put his head down was, What's I don't know. What's he supposed to like, do? Good try? Very, way to go? Nice miss? Let Almost me tell you had it? You know who I loved? Who my, my favorite coach of all time showed no emotions. I'm not, telling, I'm not saying he's got to be Phil Jackson. But, you know, he just kind of, hey, let the game just play out. That clip is going to get played 385 times between now and <laughs> And tonight's game five win from the uh, the Phoenix Suns on the Clippers, <laughs> kind of a bad look in my opinion. It's well, going to get played a lot. It, look, I, I I don't disagree with that. It already has gotten played a lot. It's yeah. going to be everywhere. But here's why I not only like it, I really like it. Most, not all, not all, but most of these owners are in this to make a buck. Sure, buy, buy, buy it for a dollar, sell it for two and a half. Right. Mm-hmm. That that's that's what these sports teams are. For most of these people, this is why corporations own a lot of these teams as opposed to individuals. Yep, that they want to have an entity, they want to have a place to run a business, whatever it might be. And for a lot of these guys, it's just the next, you know, okay, I got my mega yacht, I've got my plane, I've got my yep. houses, I've got, Let I've me got grab all that these team things. as well. Throw that in there. Might as well have a basketball team. Let's have mm-hmm. a basketball team too. Are they any mm-hmm. good? I don't know. Who cares? This dude is living and dying with every single possession, every single shot, and. And and I think Mark Cuban's a really good owner, so this might not be the perfect example. But Mark Cuban's stuff feels performative a lot of the time. Like, he knows that there's a camera on him. He knows that he's going to be the focus of this stuff, so he's he's reacting to it. Now, his his reactions are genuine. I believe sure. that. But they're they're large, right? His reactions mm-hmm. are large. Ballmer looked like someone had just said, hey, um, I'm really sorry, but, you know, Fluffy didn't make it. You know, I'm sorry. We had to put her down. He looked. He looked devastated because it was real. It was, and I'm, I wasn't happy to see anybody sad. I'm not a sure. monster, but mm-hmm. it was. It was one of these times where you just could tell he wants to win so, so bad. badly. Mm-hmm. He wants it so real, and and it was, and it and it was one of those. It's like you could almost read it on his face. A, there goes, there goes that game. We, the, mm-hmm. the, we, this was our shot, and there it goes. And B, not this guy again. Not the same guy again. You, all of that in that in that fleeting fraction of a second where we got to see him it was all written right on his face right by the way i liked it i i get the perspective and and i do respect it like i i really do i mean just look at steve bomber and see what he's done since he bought the bought the los angeles clippers right like you can't hate on an owner for caring no 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 that's what you pray for is that you're you're a fan of a franchise that has an owner that actually cares when i say it looks bad i'm just talking about the the looks of it, right? So I, I get where you're coming from when I say it's a bad look that Bomber is putting his head down as Paul George is missing the free throw. Camera zooms in, perfect, cut it. You know, like, we got the clip we needed. Let's run with it. Like it, it almost just seemed too. It was, uh, it, it was too good to be like a natural thing, but it was all natural, right? It, it was that. I mean, believe me, they got a camera on that guy from the moment he walks in the arena to the moment he walks out because he's giving you great TV, right? He, you're gonna have a camera on him. They got a camera on Kawhi. By the mm-hmm. way, let's go to Kawhi for a second. Yep. I, 
how is that guy like that? I don't. He he. The the, the place is going crazy. The game's yeah. hanging in the balance. Guys, are, and he's just sitting there watching like he's watching two third graders play horse. Like it's just it's just like there's it's it's he's the exact opposite of Steve Ballmer. You can you know exactly what's going on in the game just by looking at Ballmer's face. Cut to Kawhi, and you're like, I don't know. Are they up by thirty? Are they down by? Th- I I don't know. I can't tell with Kawhi. Mike Breen had a. I think it was Mike Breen that said <laughs> it that. was. Yeah, it just it went out. He said, and Kawhi is going crazy or whatever he said. Right, that <laughs> clip goes was all over social. Trav, it, it, let me let me get your opinion on this because we are we are kind of circling around Paul George. You anything change with Paul George in this playoffs? Like, do you feel like he? I mean, look, they got to the Western Conference Finals. They won two against the Utah Jazz when nobody expected them to. But got to be honest, you know. I don't know if my perception is really changing of Paul George. I, I know this. If the game's on the line, last couple of minutes, I, I don't want the ball in Paul George's hands. I don't, personally. Yeah. I think. The I don't only, think the Clippers do either, if I think we're the being only, honest. I think the only thing that's come out of this, you know, we, we you and I were trying to say this, and I was trying to say that, well, remember Paul George in Indiana? When he's the number one guy, this is what he does. He steps up, he this, that. There's kind of there's no assumption here that no 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 you got to have Kawhi of course we all know that but PG is kind of you know further and further down the list of the guy you want to have the ball at the end of games I'd rather have the ball in Reggie Jackson's hand I'd rather have Luke Kennard take free throw like there's other people I'd rather have than Paul George in those situations I don't think anything changed this playoffs for me even though he's had some some high moments it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Here's the straightest talk I can give you. My opinion of Paul George hasn't changed. I think it's been solidified. I, I, I think it's just been really cemented in that what I thought of him is probably pretty accurate because what I thought of him was this. He's a very talented guy who, when he gets cooking, is as good as anybody. Yep. Right? When, when, when he's on, he's, he's going he's gonna to do a ton of work. He's also a guy that seems very uncomfortable in really high leverage situations. Always has, maybe with the exception of, of Indiana a million years ago. But again, we talked about the expectations of that are so different. When there is not a soul expecting you to come through, it's you're going to be loose, right? Whereas, okay, show me is a totally different dynamic. Since coming to L.A., since entering into the okay, show me dynamic, He's been uncomfortable. It doesn't mean that he fails every time, but for he, he fails at a rate that is far higher than a player of his ability should. He fails at things that he is typically really good at, like free throws mm-hmm. that are isolated moments. This is not just a, hey, everybody misses one every once in a while, which is true. He misses at a rate that is higher than his normal rate. Like Le- LeBron, well, LeBron has missed. Yeah, he has, but LeBron is just a, a mediocre free throw shooter. So he's going to miss a bunch of them, whether it's at the end of the game, the middle of the game, the beginning of the game. But LeBron is not a great free throw shooter. But if LeBron were a 90% free throw shooter, who in the last two minutes of a game becomes a 70% free throw shooter, that's different. That's what happens to Paul George. And it just kind of brings it home. And I think that's part of the look we saw on Ballmer's face. It was that. Not him, not again. What are we going to do about this? And not that he hates the guy, not that he thinks he's a bitch. No, just that, just oh, wants him to here, come through. Here wants him to come through again. in that situation. Why does it have to be him mm-hmm. again? Mm-hmm. That's where I am with Paul George. I hear uh, Kellerman always say this. It's those situations, you know, the clutch moments, right? Those clutch moments. Are you? Do you become better than yourself in those big-time moments, or do you become less 
of yourself in those big time moments. Paul George becomes less of himself. So, and I I know that here we are in series three games to one, and I know a lot of things can change the scope of a series. But Paul George has had critical moments More that could one. change the series towards the end of games, and he hasn't come through. So that's why I mentioned it. So I, I think at the end of the day, when I say, you know, what have I learned from Paul George? He's just as good as a player as he is because he's a fantastic player. Every team would try to get him if they can. He can't be your number one, and he's not there to close out a game. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's home quote explorer gives you multiple quote options so you can pick what is right for you. See for yourself at Progressive.com. All right, I didn't think that it was possible, but it's possible. A big series at the end of June. We'll get into it next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. I wonder if they took him to Toys R Us and he got to pick out one special thing. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. One, now Messi, pick out one special thing. A Just soccer one. ball. But I want Legos, and I want Operation, and I want Twister, Un- and I unreal. want video games. You never know what he's going to get. What do you think I, he I, did I when feeling... he saw the ice cream truck? <laughs> Mom, he went crazy. He Mom. went crazy. Please. Now you already had cake today, Messi. Let me let me read oh. this tweet off here. This is a good one. <laughs> what do you got? Francis in Glendale. Who was m- more emotionally crushed in the moment? Bomber after Paul George missed that free throw? Or Travis when the taco guy didn't stay all night? That's well, a great question. Maybe that's how I'm connecting with Steve Ballmer through all this because I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. When, when the Paul George free throw rimmed out and Steve Ballmer, you could just feel like he just a gut punch. That's what I felt like when the taco guy said, yeah, I'm going to be here all night. Oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then I'll just have a couple, and I'll see you in a few minutes. And then 45 minutes later, he was driving his taco truck down the street, gone, never to be seen again. Yeah, amateur hour, because if you know good taco trucks, this is what they do. They're there until they run out of food. When Wasn't the food is gone, truck. the food is gone. So he could look you in the eyes, and he could nope. tell you that, hey, I'm going to be here. Nope. But uh, what do you want the guy to do when uh, okay. he's out of uh, – S- uh, No, 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 no. You're, you're putting something in there that's not part of the story. He mm-hmm. didn't run out. He left. If he had said to me, hey, I'm here until the food runs out, well, I would have pulled up a chair next to the damn grill, and I wouldn't have left. Yeah. I would have gotten my fair share. That's not what he said. That's what a vet would have done. Let he me just tell said, you that right now. A veteran would have done I'm that. I'm here all night, which means I'm here all night. Sounds that doesn't like mean amateur I'm here for hour to 45 me. minutes. That's not all night. I don't know what world anyone lives in where I'll be here another 45 minutes means I'll be here all night, and he told me that at 6 o'clock at night. I'm just going to say this. I will always stick with that taco guy. That's number one. No matter the situation, <laughs> even if I agree with you deep down inside, I'm always going to stick with him. Number two, there could have been 150 topics you and I have gone over over our first 50-something shows. None of them are you more passionate about about this subject alone. Name one thing more important. Name one thing more important than me getting more tacos. It, John it doesn't Goose exist. on Twitter. Uh, or actually, no. That wasn't the one. 
This is a good one. Big E on Twitter. I'm sure the kids at the Rogers household have seen this look plenty of times, and it's just Bomber with his head down. Well, they can be uh, they can be frustrating at different times. Speaking of the tweets and Ask Slee, yeah. you guys need to get going. It's, it's not your best effort so far. I have some good ones. I have a couple, but you need to do better. Hashtag them, Ask Slee. Send them to me, at Travis Rogers. Send them to Slee, at Alan Slee. Do you want to cancel this one? You, no, of course It sounds like you're not. leaning but towards canceling this look, one. The option is is that I ask the questions as opposed to the listeners, and I think that it's probably better if the listeners do it than if I do it. So it's, it's up to them whether or not they want to do it or whether they want me to step in and fill the void. Um, so last time we were on on Friday, the Dodgers had lost the opener of the series to the Cubs. That yep. was on the heels of getting swept by the Padres. They'd uh, lost four in no a row. They hit. Had not, no hit. As yeah, well. no hit. Right. right. No hit by a high school mm-hmm. pitcher. And then all of a sudden – they kind of figured it out. They win on Saturday, walk-off home run, Cody Bellinger. They win yesterday, uh, Kershaw, fantastic, 13 strikeouts, eight innings pitch, just one yep. run. Great day for him. But now it, it, it's funny because what's today? June 28th. Mm-hmm. There, never in the history of baseball has there been a big series on June 28th, and this one doesn't qualify either. But it does feel oddly meaningful in the sense that because it's just a two-game series, this is – when we come in on Wednesday morning after this series is over, yeah, the Dodgers will either be a game and a half back, and we're feeling really good about it. Mm-hmm. They'll be three and a half back, meaning that nothing really nothing happened. Nothing moved. Or right. they're in five and a half games out of first place behind the San Francisco Giants, and we're at the halfway point. That is meaningful. This this series has meaning because of the opponent and the position that they're in. Yeah, I, I hear this, and I know this is the case for baseball, and maybe basketball is so much different, but – when I, how many times have we said this? Ah, oh, well, it's only May. Ah, oh, well, it's only June. It doesn't mean you can't have important games. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think sometimes there's this perception of, well, you still got so many games left to go. Trav, you know, if the Dodgers beat the Giants in this two-game set and you went from, I don't know, four and a half, five games back just a week ago or a few days ago to now all of a sudden you're right there in the NL West, that momentum can carry you, you know? And, and, and the same thing can happen for the San Francisco Giants. So I hate when we downplay some of these games, and I like that you're saying, no, this is – I get it, it's June. I understand that. But you can actually build some momentum off of this. Dylan Hernandez had a uh, really good article in the LA Times, and he just kind of compared – some of these past previous seasons and how you can see other teams fold, mm-hmm. that the Dodgers should not be waiting on the Padres or the Giants to fold for them to win the NOS. Go freaking get it. And I think there's some opportunity in front of them. Yeah, I I, I hear you. And and the momentum thing, I, I kind of sort of subscribe to that. But baseball is so different than these other sports that, you know, Clayton Kershaw doesn't get to go take his momentum from yesterday and go back out there again today. It's a new guy. Today's Absolutely. Trevor Bauer, we mm-hmm. go again. The old adage is, you know, your momentum is good as your next day's starting pitcher. We, we will see. And let's play it out. Let's say the Dodgers get bombed out tonight. Let's say they get mm-hmm. bombed out tomorrow night, and they're sure. five and a half back. At the end of the day, the Dodgers, I, I still, even if they lose both games, even if they're five and a half games out of first place, mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're not going to win that division. They, they still are playing without one of their most important pieces in Corey Seager. Their, Cody Bellinger is just starting to heat up. Right. Mookie, Bet is, Mookie Betts is just starting to heat up. Max Muncie just came back into the lineup a week or so ago. They're still getting back into the groove. They haven't had their guys. So it's not that, hey – It'll, they'll all snap in. It's they haven't had their guys. That's different, and I, I, it's it's meaningful, but I don't know if it's important. I, I think 
maybe it comes down to this because you said this with the Padres that it's more important for the Padres, mm-hmm. and that is meaningful to the Padres. Padres are what against the Dodgers this year? Seven and three, something along seven those and lines. Three, it's exactly okay. right. Yeah. Seven and three. I agree with you that it's meaningful for the Padres, but something being meaningful to another team doesn't mean that it can't affect the Dodgers. What I mean by that is the Padres have Padres are feeling like, hey, I think we can make. I think we got a shot against the Dodgers. We, look, we've done this during the regular season. I know that's going to be different if they face each other in October, but in, in a weird way, maybe this series is more impo- or much more important to the Giants. Like, is this one of those series where, for the Giants, they think if we can grab two against the Dodgers, even if we just split against the Dodgers, we're still kind of in control. When I say in control, I know it's not even halfway through the season, but maybe this, these are. These are momentum swingers for the other teams rather than the Dodgers. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests on the show appear via your hotline. If we get to September 1st and the Dodgers are four and a half, five and a half games out of first place, I'll be – I'll have a sense of urgency. I just – it's just not there for me. Does this matter to you? Does this matter to you or no? This was also coming from uh, Dylan's uh, article in the LA Times. So before those three wins over the Cubs Mm – Dodgers were 15 and 22 against teams over 500. Yeah, they were that, now, see, that's and more nine. interesting to me. That yeah. that's more interesting. But again, it's not that they're 15 and 22 against games over 500. They don't have their guys with Cody Bellinger and sure. Corey Seager yep. and Mookie Betts in the lineup. That's yep. not what the, Bellinger after he hit that home run on Saturday said something. He goes, "I think we've had our number one lineup like five times this year." Sure. Okay, they, they've played nearly 80 games, and they have five of them where they've had their best lineup available. Once that comes together, if they're still losing then, then it's a little different. And, and, and it's also – it's not just that they won these three against the Cubs. I think a lot of it is how they won as well. Like, that mm-hmm. that was a that was an important moment, I'm sure, for Bellinger, but also for the Dodgers. You know, we kind of like – you want to spark a team a little bit. That could be a spark that gets them going a little bit. Ask Slee. Send them right now. Ask Slee coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. ESPN. I like this a lot. We have um, some live in-person Ask Slees, which we're going to get to in just one second. If you want to call 877-710-ESPN. But I like this one for two reasons. One, I love the question, Slee. And two, it's from a new person. Mid-City Juan writes... When's the last time you shotgunned a beer? Hashtag Ask Slee. Shotgunned a beer. Yeah. It's gotta be Punch a hole years. in the side of the can, pop oh, yeah. the top, yeah. and gluck, one big gulp. Got to be over 10 years. Gotta really? Be over 10 years, yeah. yeah. That? Probably, what about a keg stand? Oh, those are the worst. I probably those did are... that the same day. Whenever I shotgunned the <laughs> beer is when I did the keg stand. Did you, you know do what's the... funny? You know what's funny? At San Diego State, um, which this is a very – popular thing to do for some reason it's like it was like i remember there was a time me and a buddy of mine went to home depot and we're like all right you know this is for uh getting yeah exactly getting the funnel (laughs) and like there we are sitting with a guy at home depot like it's a science project or something okay what kind of kind of valve valve you need on that what what are we (laughs) what are we doing the valve is that hose too big or i mean how how should we do this 
<laughs> the guys probably say that like we have people coming here to build a deck and a home, and you idiots want me to teach you how to build one. And he helped us. He helped us build it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Um, Chris and I have a little tradition that every time I beat Ireland in the uh, Travis Ireland golf match, that he and I shotgun a beer at some point during the oh, round. Oh, very so nice. The answer for me would be the last a few time months ago, three three months ago. So uh, yeah, I well, there, I didn't there, learn much in college, but I did learn how to do that. There was a point where you know you shotgun a beer and then you started convincing yourself. Granted, this is the college days where you'd be like, yeah. "It's just more efficient. Like this is just a more efficient way of drinking. You know, yeah. it's just classier, yeah, just elegant, and just effortless <laughs> along the way." All right, I like this. I like that we're moving this onto the phones as well. Let's go to Glendale and Francis. Francis, you are on Ask Slee. What's up, the Francis? Is this the Francis? Hey guys, hello. Yes, yes, go sir. ahead, go Francis. Ahead, Francis. Hey, guy. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, question for Slee. When playing pickup basketball at the gym, does Slee slap the floor when going back on defense during a close game? <laughs> Thank you, Francis. Oh, that's, that's a good great. question. Why, wow, Francis is kind of famous here. Every time I watch TNT, Francis and Glendale's tweets are always up. He's on there a lot. The so are you Bobby happen. Hurley? Do you slap the floor, Slee? Even if I wanted to slap the floor, like <laughs> – the, the motion of actually getting down that low and that far is not going to happen. Uh, if I ever did that, if I ever find myself doing that, I'm leaving the gym and I'm never playing basketball again. If you're in a freaking pickup game, game's up to 11, and we're tied at 10 apiece and I'm slapping the floor on defense, I think every person behind you would be like, bro, what are you doing? Well, you I doing? think you would slap the floor like if you're down like, 10 to 8 and you somehow went on a 2-0 run and it's tied 10-10 and you're, you know, back on defense. Punches. I see Punches. you doing that. Punches. You've played pickup basketball? I have. Trav, I'm sure you've played pickup sure. basketball. Anyone who slaps the freaking floor in pickup basketball. Can you see somebody um, out at Venice Beach on the on, uh, on the outdoor courts slapping the ball and saying, "I got my guy. I got him." I'm, no help. I'm taking it I'm going to take it to another level. Anybody that plays defense in pickup basketball is a bad guy. No, you got right. Play like, let's just let's defense. just run, let, let's all shoot threes. Let's try to no. make a couple of shots no. in the lane. This is not incorrect. playing defense. The guy calling out the screens. This is yes. incorrect. Travis, here's the problem with pickup basketball. You want to stay on the floor. Yeah. If you're off, Speak if you yourself. lose, if you lose and you're off, you gotta sit there and wait thirty minutes. Get absolutely nothing done. No, no. Taco guy there. Stay on the floor. Taco guy off to the side, underneath the uh, the, the baseline, sitting right yeah. there. Look, yeah. pick up basketball synonymous with taco trucks. Just yeah. grab a quick. L.A. They're everywhere. <laughs> grab you yourself can. a taco <laughs> here in between games. Here, here's what I want from a pick up basketball game. I want to make a couple of threes. End of list. That's it. I don't care if we win. I don't care if we lose. I don't care how many points you get. All I want is I want to knock down a couple of threes, and that's it. I'm going to be, if Trav, if I find you on my team, but you know what, guys? I'm going to wait till the next game. We'll wait till the next game. <laughs> Trav right. doesn't Here, care enough. Here's one from Drew in L.A. Does Slee say he's, quote, cutting the cord to save money, but then subscribes to 10 different streaming services? <laughs> you know, I cut the cord a while back. Haven't missed it. You, you do know that you work for a cable company, right? <laughs> Work for ESPN, <laughs> yeah, but that comes that comes just, with just my service. Just throwing that out there. But it comes with my service. I pay. I give them my five for my ESPN Insider. They're okay. already grabbing five from me. <laughs> okay, by the ahead. way, by the way, is it just me or was that the toughest thing to sign up for? I'm like, I have to pay five dollars. I'm like, I work for you guys. <laughs> yeah, come, come on, hook, hook a brother up. <laughs> give me give me the freebie along the way. So this is the thing. Okay, here's let me let me. I have a, an ask for yeah. you. But I also but I. Uh, 
there's a there's a reason why I can cut the cord only because I pay for in San Diego I pay for cable service so I already have all like yeah. the streaming services you got that's the only reason why everything. but if I didn't have it then I'd have to have cable how many different streaming services do you pay for hashtag asks Lee I'm curious where I stack up in this because I feel like we're doing it totally wrong in my we household. are doing it wrong um okay so we're all paying for Netflix yep um Amazon Amazon definitely paying for. Okay, two. Uh, HBO Max Plus, Three. whatever it's called, I'm paying for uh-huh. that one. I don't even uh-huh. know why I'm paying for that one. I stopped watching The Wire, got- I don't know how long ago, and I'm still paying for it. You got Disney? Uh, I don't have Disney. Okay, I have Disney. That makes four. Okay. You got Hulu? Hulu I have. Okay, it's five. Yep. What are <laughs> Do we doing? You- that's, that's what I'm saying. Okay. And they're and then, all like 14, oh, 15 bucks oh, a month, here's 10 bucks one, a month. Here's another one I have that you probably don't have, YouTube. YouTube's I don't subscribe a month. to YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's no, I don't fifteen a month. Also, I just don't have to see the ads. That's fifteen a month on there. I do Pandora. There's another five. Yeah, I've got Pandora. Too. HBO yeah. Max. Anyone? HBO Max. Spot, we, we mentioned that yeah, one. Spotify. Max, yep. Spotify. You paying for Spotify? That? No, Spotify. I don't have Peacock. I I do the free version of Peacock. I don't pay for it because the golf is the only reason I need that, and it's on, it's on there for free. Now, do you guys do you guys borrow the password from anyone, or you know? Oh no, never, never. I've never ever ever I've never ever. Done or barter that. your passwords for their that. passwords. I'll trade you a that. Netflix for an HBO Max. It's like trading a Pete Rose for uh, a, a Daryl Strawberry. I back file in the my day. taxes on time. I um, <laughs> never have lied about anything. Right, let's try another one on the phone. Services. Let's go to L.A. this time. And Jacob, Jacob, you are on Ask Slee. What's up? Hey, Slee, question. Uh, do you have the same level of panic when you get a flat tire during rush hour or a medium steak dropped in front of you at a restaurant? <laughs> That's a great question. That's a great question. Is that Jacob? Is that Jacob? That's Jacob. First of all, Jacob, there's zero panic when I get a flat tire because AAA and, AAA and I, we're very close. So... <laughs> Trav, as you will be under your hood on the uh, on the 110, uh-huh. all right, in the middle of July in 109 degree weather, as you're under there cranking the car to come up and everything else, I'm inside. The air conditioner still works. It's just the tire that's out, and AAA is coming. Now, if they deliver me the medium steak, that's when I'm I'm very polite. Go back to them, and I just say, hey, um, if you don't mind. Can you put that steak back on? Sure, no problem. How, how long do you want this thing on for? 20 minutes. 25. 35, 40 minutes. We're not in a rush. Let's get another drink. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Capitano Matt. This one is uh, hashtag ask you've created. You've created this BS about all I eat is just the worst steak possible. Unbelievable now. And you eat chicken every day, and you go to lunch at, or dinner at 3.30. Both of the, All of those things are true. This is addressed to both of us. Hashtag Ask Trav, hashtag Ask Slee. Which school has better parties, UCSB or San Diego State? Oh, that's a good question. That is. That's a, it's a, that's, a, that's a very close race. Can I give my perception of University of uh, California, Santa Barbara? Okay? Please. My perception was that's one of the best party schools in the country this was back in the day right Mm -hmm. that it was a fantastic fantastic place a lot of people go up there for it but san diego state had an incredible reputation for idiots running around getting demolished over the weekends and weekdays no look the answer is there's no wrong answer if you like to have a good time and you end up at santa barbara you're gonna have a really good time if you like to have a good time and you go to San Diego State, you're going to have a really good time. 
<laughs> there is no wrong answer here. Santa Barbara's parties are a little different than San Diego State's, but both of them are, are high, high, okay, high okay. level. This is probably a better question. Would you rather live in San Diego or Santa Barbara, which, by the way, is another great question. Santa Barbara. Mm. Santa Barbara. Yeah. Not not by much. It's, it's a pretty close, but would you go the other way? I think I'd go SD. Yeah, it's not, it's, that's not the wrong answer necessarily either. All right, one more. Have you ever thought about buying a racehorse? Hashtag Ask Slee. I have no idea why that's being asked, but have you ever considered getting I a horse? I have three sitting in Del Mar right now at the tracks. That's no, a, I have not. It's a different sort of game. You've got to have some deep pockets to get into the race. And plus, that's one of those things. Never buy anything that eats or blanks. That's uh, that's one of those things. Flies, eats, or and then there's another F that's in there too. You don't you don't want to buy those things. All right, where are the Lakers right now? Right now, as the rest of the Western Conference stacks up, Lakers or blank? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN.